Hey, what's going on, y'all? Wow, do I have a treat for you today. I will be joined shortly by Chris Mariotti. He is the leader of Edgar Allan Poets, the noir rock band. These guys are awesome. They have tons of followers on social media. Um, they've been around since the 2000s, grinding, doing it big. And if you have not heard these guys, check them out. And they come back here and listen to this podcast because they're that good. We're going to talk about, obviously, the band's history, their musical influences, and much more. So here we go. This is a great one. Enjoy. And joining me now, the leader of Edgar Allan Poets, the noir rock band, Chris Mariotti. How you doing, buddy? Hi, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, dude, you can't, I can't express how uh, grateful I am for your, um, your time this evening. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been a fan for quite a while. You know, I'm a big Poe guy, like I was telling you off air. I've been to the Museum in Richmond. I have a shot glass. Um, I've seen the 2012 film. And then I came upon you guys on some list. I don't know where the list was. And you... And it was some like it was some list. I can't I can't think of the name of the list, but there was some list, and you guys were on that list of like um, uh-huh. alternative kind of like grunge list. Uh, on Spotify or yeah, it was half no no. It was like some other. It was like some other website. Um, uh, okay. And it, it like ranked it like ranked um, bands and stuff. You know what I mean. And it listed, it listed yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys, yeah. it listed you guys. And I'm like, these guys seem really cool. And I'm a big Poe guy, like I said. So I was like, you know, I'll, uh, I'll message you and then off the whim, maybe, maybe you'll be interested in coming on. And here we are. This has been, yeah, this has been in the, this has been in the works for quite a while. Yeah, of course. Like, uh, we played it, like, I don't know, two months ago. I was in Europe when you tried to call me the first time. Yeah. And then uh, we finally made it this time, so great. Yeah, so let's get to the good stuff. Tell me about the uh, the history of the band and how um, you and your partnership with Shadow all began. Yeah, basically, we are uh, originally from Italy, so we started the project there. Actually, we had another band before. Was uh, We had uh, different members of different parts of Europe, uh, but then we split uh, and... Uh, we decided like to create another project and mm-hmm. so we went like for a month uh, in the middle of the woods to try to think about uh, some songs or uh, something mm-hmm. and we came up with the idea of uh, to find inspiration from Edgar Allan Poe and Alfred Hitchcock for our music. Right, right. And so we started uh, mm-hmm. to write songs uh, for the, like an EP at, at them. And so we started to write uh, everything, and the first song we wrote together, me and the Shadow, was Old Black Clown, which is one of the most popular songs that we have. Okay. And uh, actually, that time we recorded two songs, and then uh, we didn't know really what to do, and so we decided to send it around the world uh, to big producer like uh, in America, like... Uh, uh, we send it to uh, Jack and Dino, which is the producer of Inutor of Nirvana. Okay. Then we send it. We send it to Pete Matthews, which is the producer of Evanescence, and then Rhys Falder, 
which is the producer of uh, Paradise Lost. Wow. Yes, we send it, uh, you know, like just uh, to try. Right, right. And actually, th this guy is uh, answered to us that they love the music. Uh, and so, actually, we find uh, ourselves in the position to decide what producer to use for our next album, which was incredible for us because we always have been a big fan of American music, you know. Yeah, and so, sure. Was it like a dream come true? After speaking with all of them, we decided to go with Riz uh, Falber because uh, I don't know, we thought <laughs> it was more in line with our ideas. Yeah. And so they invited here in LA to record the album, uh -huh. actually the, the, the first EP. EP. And this was in 2010. So we came here for three months right. to record the album. And then we go back. We went back to Italy because of the visas and stuff like that. Sure. And then actually we got the chance to stay permanently in the U.S. So we came back and we start to promote the music here. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's uh, like about nine years that I'm living in uh, in LA. Right. So um, one of the songs that really uh, spoke to me when I listened to it was "Pro Girl." I was uh -huh. seriously seeing somebody uh, in 2013. And uh, unfortunately, uh, her health deteriorated and she's not with us anymore. I don't think I've ever told this story on the podcast. Wow. So we were seeing each other for just a couple months. She was going through, you know, she was in an estranged relationship at the time. So, uh -huh. um, and that's, that's when I was in Richmond. So that's how I, you know, came in touch with, like, everyone. Like, I knew Poe. But I really started to dive into his, you know, um, works. So how did the song, Pro Girl, how did that begin? That's the song that really spoke to me. That one was uh, basically, the, the music was done by the shadow of that one, because uh, he's a good piano, piano player, and so he did the music. And uh, after that, I started to put down the lyrics, but I was helped by my girlfriend at the time, that now is my wife, Laura. And so for that reason, I speak to a lot to, <laughs> to also to, to women, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yes. And, and uh, basically it was a teamwork for that, uh, for that particular song. Right. And actually it can happen, it can happen really well. You know, it's about, you know, mm -hmm. a difficult relationship. And actually I think there are a lot of people that can relate it to the song. And, uh, Yes, Kroger and those who can, I think, are the most signature songs of our <laughs> style, I think. Yeah. So those two. And yes, you know, it's about... Uh, actually, you know, when uh, I decided to create this project, uh, my goal was like to create uh, uh, atmospheres uh, mm -hmm. in music. And for me, Paul is a uh, uh, romantic, you know? It's yeah. not... Uh, like, uh, I don't know, Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie, man. <laughs> we're talking uh, real We're talking real hard there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, actually, Paul, there is some kind of... is a, a romantic horror for me. Like, uh, mm -hmm. the movies of Hitchcock, I, I can feel uh, something romantic uh, behind them. Mm -hmm. And so, actually, our music is very melodic. It's not very... It's hard work, but never metal. So, you know, we, we just like to be in the middle. 
not to really work, but not to even matter. So, you know, right. stay there, stay there. Yeah, so for those don't know, that don't know what rock noir is, can you please explain it? Uh, basically, we try to mix uh, grunge guitars uh, with strings, piano, and then uh, uh, my voice is really low, singer, <laughs> so low voice. Right. And, and we tr I try and we try to write uh, deep lyrics, basically. So mm -hmm. we try to say something. So usually when I create a song is because I'm inspired by something. Sure. Or, uh, I have something to say. I don't like to speak about, you know, just because of love. There must be something yeah. in my life happening around the world. Yes, so um, I saw that you are um, the cinematographer for the videos. Yes. So yeah, yeah. explain um, like how that began, how you got the inspiration to be the cinematographer as well as, you know, guitars. Yeah, because when I came here to uh, L.A., you know, I started to organize producing my music videos. But then mm -hmm. uh, I really liked the, like uh, all the production right. and stuff. And I got the chance to cooperate with the YouTube food studios here in L.A., and yeah. Actually, it's pretty cool because uh, here in LA, if you have a certain amount of subscribers, you can uh, have YouTube teaching you how to use cameras. Uh, they give you the cameras and stuff like that. And so basically, they gave me this, this opportunity and I started to like filming. And uh, for me, it was another way to express myself. So basically, uh -huh. I had the full circle, you know, music and distance. Right. Right. And so, uh, when I think about the song, I always think about the video, not just the song, also the video mm -hmm. that can come with the song. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to the very beginning. Um, yeah. What about the song Cryptic Code? Because <laughs> the, the lyrics are kind of, for lack of a better word, cryptic. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. Of course, Cryptic Code, uh, you know, is uh, for me, is very, you know, actual also because... Uh, uh, I think, you know, the media, <laughs> the fake news, etc. is a very weird time we are living in. Right. And so, uh, I always feel that I'm living inside a lie, uh, a constant lie that I don't know anymore what is reality, what is not. And so, cryptic code is like uh, to find people like me, and together we try to find uh, the cryptic code, which is the real reality. When did that um, song come out? 2012, and uh, yes, actually we wrote it before, but uh, it came out in 2012, and uh, actually it's related to the song One Direction, so basically the two ly lyrics of those songs are related, because mm -hmm. in one I tell you, uh, I'm telling you that we are living inside a lie, and in the other one, uh, I'm telling you that uh, I want to drag you in the mm -hmm. wrong direction, which is the right direction for me. So, which is like, uh, try always to find the, the truth in everything you see around. Mm -hmm. So, this is basically the, the, the meaning of the song. Mm -hmm. So, let's go to the um, meaning of the band name, Edgar Allan Poets. What is it about Poe that influenced the selection of the name? Well, I think uh, everything because, uh, yes, when uh, the concept of the band started, actually 
I really wanted uh, to find inspiration from uh, Poe's works because uh, Poe is one of the most famous poets uh, around the world. Mm-hmm. So everybody loves him. And so basically, you know, I wanted also the name uh, to reflect uh, our inspiration. And actually, we were speaking of, uh, with other friends. Uh, I don't know, we can... We can call ourselves the Raven, Lagia, or Black Cats, but, you know, nothing was working. And then actually, but why not Edgar Allan Poets? And that uh, instantly click, and we loved it. And so we decided to call, uh, to choose that uh, name, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. uh, all of our songs were really dark, noir. Right. So basically, it was the perfect name for the, the song. Right. So... Tell me about the EP Wrong Direction. How um, long in the making was that? Was that like something that just happened like right away? Or like was it something that just happened um, like over yeah. a long period of time of planning? No, no, actually, uh, well, it took some time because uh, actually some songs of the EP were the one that we started with the new project. So basically, uh, we before we recorded the demo in Italy, and then we have been invited here to record uh, some song by Riz Falber. Mm-hmm. And out of those songs, we, we choose four and we create the EP uh, Wrong Direction. Mm-hmm. That inside the EP, there, are, there is a Wrong Direction, Cryptic Code, A All Black Cloud. Right. And so, yes, so basically it took, it took us like uh, one year or something to create that EP. Yeah. What about like your like musical influences our inspiration are alice in chains nirvana rammstein and uh, all these guys uh, uh, nick cave uh, johnny cash so we have uh, different influences right but uh, you know most uh, american music because uh, we believe that american music is the best of course i was um i was raised on rock music you know uh-huh. I was into, I'm into the grunge stuff, Nirvana, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And then my ex-girlfriend, uh, she got me into like the gothic scene. So it's like both her, uh-huh. val- okay. both her Valentine, My Chemical Romance. Uh, yeah, yeah, also, yes, My Chemical Romance. Yes. <laughs> yeah, him, R- Rise Again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rise yeah, Against yeah. really isn't gothic, but it's, you know... Um, and yeah. then Kill Switch Engaged, you know, I can go on. No, no, of course. Like, <laughs> Asking yeah. Alexandria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, Rock Noir to me is something that's kind of, is it kind of like niche? Is there a lot of bands that do it, that, especially nowadays? Or is it, is there um, any other, like, comparisons, like, as far like, as current bands? Well, uh... It's difficult right now because, you know, the rock scene uh, is not so in the hype right now because mm-hmm. everybody uh, is listening, you know, to <laughs> music and pop and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, yes, of course, there is like uh, all the people uh, basically that loves Poe and Hitchcock, uh, they are inside this. Uh, they, they, actually, the people that like our music, they like also little bands, uh, like Lacrimosa, yeah, or uh, Diary of Dreams, uh, you know that they are not really famous, but they are famous right. in the scene. So, and there are a lot of basement uh, 
and uh, a lot of band. Some of them I didn't know, so I started to know because fans were were telling me, oh, "You sound like them," you know. <laughs> yeah. I went and I checked them out, and uh, actually, actually, it's true. So it's a pretty cool scene. Uh, like, uh, yeah, it's not very popular, but it's cool. Uh, no, I've been to, I've alive, been, you know? yeah, I've been to emo emo bars and stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, course, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about um, Hitchcock. I know he's a 1900s uh, film director, and you know, I know yes. my dad used to. Um, watch uh, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. That was yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So, why is he like your uh, your inspiration when it comes to directing? Like, what is it about his style that you appreciate? But basically, everything because it was such a an inspiration. He invented the the vertigo effect, uh, which is that effect that you can see also in the movie Joe, when mm-hmm. uh, you know the camera goes far away but you zoom in and actually there is this effect so like it's genius uh, everything mm-hmm. like uh, and also the storytelling and um, the visual the lights uh, I did uh, I did a college and actually we did uh, there was an exam about cinematography and they explained us uh, like uh, all the details about the shower scene of psycho mm-hmm. and actually it was incredible what uh, Hitchcock uh, put behind the meaning of every scene. Like, for example, when the girl is taking the shower, the water is coming down, uh, not uh, perpendicular, right. but in a different direction. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just uh, to create tension, you know? Uh-huh. So, little details like that, uh, I was really inspired by him. And yeah. so, you know, it's difficult, but I want to try to do the same when I do my little videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, I know everything is kind of uh, put on hold here. How are you doing over there in uh, California? I know with everything going on in the news, um, how's everything going on your on your side of the uh, country? Actually, where I, I live in Burbank, so we are not in the center uh, of this uh you don't know riots. Protesters, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, it's a crazy situation all around the world, not only in America because of the COVID and uh, also this one now. Yeah. So it's, it's really, yes, I was inspired by, by all this situation and the next song that uh, we are mixing now, I title it, uh, uh, I'm not your guinea pig. This is the next song. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that. I read that uh, you said that uh, you were in the middle of creating a song. So, yes. you know. Yes, because I was inspired by those, this situation that, uh-huh. uh, especially, you know, that the coronavirus, uh, we still uh, really don't know. Uh, we don't have an answer about it. Uh, so, there, there, everybody is right for me in this moment, uh, like, because you don't really know what to think about it. And uh, so for that reason, sometimes I feel like that I'm a guinea pig in the hands of uh, someone else. Yeah. And so for that reason, I decided, you know, to write a song about it. We are mixing it now. And right. we'll do also a video. And uh, I think in a, in a month or two, it's gonna, I'm going to release it. So right. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's talk about... Um, like Shadow, like what is it about him that like what's he add to like 
everything going on with the videos. Does he pitch in with ideas on videos and stuff? Actually, the shadow choose choose this 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 name because he doesn't like to be on camera. Oh, okay, got it. It makes sense. Yeah, so he's like uh, a ghost. <laughs> and, uh, he just want to be part of the a ghost, of the music. a ghost drummer, a ghost drummer. Got it. A ghost drummer. And so actually, he was from uh, Norway, and he came. Wow. Italy. Yes, he's a big fan of uh, black metal. Yeah, you can. You, know, you can, like, hey, uh, hey, Chris, you can use Ghost Drummer. You can use that. Okay, I'll let you use it. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should let him know that that you that this guy on the podcast called him a Ghost Drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will let him know. For see sure. what he and see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it is. It is. What about uh, that song that it just came out um, not too long ago? The the goat, the greatest of all time. What was the inspiration yes. behind that um, that uh, video? All the crazy, weird dancing. How long did wait? Yes. And how long did that take? To create the song, it took me like a month because uh, it was difficult to find the right, uh, you know, chord uh, and stuff. <laughs> Sure. So uh, I had some problem to find like uh, the, the right uh, following of the song. But then uh, for the video was pretty fast to do it because uh, mm -hmm. you know the, uh, those are, are some are public domain videos, some are, are videos that I shoot myself. Right. And so the, the idea behind the, the, the song was that mm -hmm. uh, basically everybody can be the goat. You just need to to put yourself out there and try to make the best of of what you can. And so, yes, that was the basic idea mm -hmm. behind the song. You know, so mm -hmm. everybody basically can be a goat. Uh, also, if it's not famous, because usually we we try to we tend to only if a person is famous, uh, we call them goat. But actually, right. you know, also uh, a firefighter or, uh, I don't know, an employee or <laughs> person. Uh, right. Can be a good too because uh, they can do great stuff. Sure. They are known to the public, you know. Yeah. That's the idea. Yeah, so you guys um, tour, it, where do you guys tour? Like local in California or do you guys go outside the yeah, uh, yeah. state? No, no. We have been playing around LA and stuff like that uh, a lot. But uh, and then uh, in Europe, okay, you, know, you Italy, go to Europe, the Germany and stuff like that. But right. now, since of the coronavirus, sure. and then uh, we are focusing more on how to grow uh, our following because we have uh, like uh, a lot of uh, people following us also in Brazil, Mexico, and so we, we try to to find a lot of following so that maybe in the future we can organize a tour, a bigger tour around. Yeah. Um, so, you can go ahead and um, promote, uh, do you have uh, social media handles? So, we have uh, our official web page, which is uh, edgarampoet.com and then actually we are on all the social media, even on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> And you can find us, uh, yes, by writing Edgar Allan Poets, so we are everywhere. 
YouTube Edgarlampoets, Facebook slash Edgarlampoets, Instagram slash Edgarlampoets, and so we are everywhere there. All right, Chris. Well, I appreciate your time and stay safe, okay? Thank you very much for inviting me and uh, talking to you soon. Yeah, yeah. Keep in touch for sure. I'm a big fan. Thank you, man. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did interviewing him. Um, Edgar Allan Poets are incredible. I mean, if you haven't heard them, check them out, and you'll see what I see. Two great, great musicians that I can't wait to see live, because that's on my bucket list, is to see The Shadow and Chris play live. So, um... Thank you again for listening to this episode of Sensibly Cynical. We have our 100th episode on the way shortly. Um, This is actually episode 97, so we're getting closer. Um, I have a few ideas, and here's a hint. Frank Jag may be looming here on the podcast, so get ready for that. You can find us on Twitter at CynicalSensibly, Instagram, SensiblyCynicalPod, And you can check out our Facebook group. We are also on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Sensibly Cynical. We have two tiers. Sensible and Cynical. Check them out. And the money would go right back into the podcast. So, much appreciated. And that's it. Take care.